Welcome to Victorious Living. So we can see then the believer's mind must not be of two opinions, which is grounds insufficient to produce the certainty of faith. And until my mind has settled into a certainty that God has told the truth and that God has told the truth to me, until I come to that certain place, to that certainty that God cannot lie and what he says is right, I come to that certainty of knowing that God will perform his promises in my life, in your life, that, that that's when faith begins to click in there because I refuse to be a what? Double-minded person. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us the power of faith knows no equal. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares the power of faith knows no equal. I can know something, even understand how it works, but never put an action to it and nothing happens. And then we hide behind sometimes this statement, well, it must not have been the will of God. How many people have ever heard that statement? I've been believing for that, you know, for six months and then it never happened. And it must not be the will of God that I have it. Because if it was the will of God, I would already have it. And so there's a lot of people, there are some people, I don't know if it's a lot of people or not, but there are some people that have, they say, I'm believing God for this and started in 192 or whenever. And they still haven't got it. So it's easy for, for a person, you know, to kind of excuse yourself. Well, it must not have been the will of God that I have it. That takes all pressure off of me and puts all the pressure on him. And so we load God down with these pressures that relieves our consciousness. Did y'all come out here this morning here hear all this? <laughs> and so you can understand how the religion then gets involved in all of that. Because I grew up in church, like many of you, I grew up in church, my dad was a pastor, and uh, I heard all those things all my life. I didn't understand all of them, obviously, uh, as I do now. But uh, I've heard all of that. Well, it just wasn't the will of God that you have that. Uh, you know, they put this uh, uh, voice uh, on, uh, you know, and it just wasn't the will of God. And so, you see, we, we, we want to lay, lay at the feet of Jesus the reason why we are like we are, or the reason that we're without what he purchased for us. So it just feels better when the pressure's off. I was thinking that this morning on my way over here. I said, this morning, and I get in here on Thursday, what's the day when? Thursday morning, there won't be no pressure. 
the pressure will be off. And so, just real practical things. You know, you don't have to have a double D, MZ, P degree to understand all that. Amen. All right, you, we'll get in the message in a minute. <laughs> the believer's mind for faith to work can never be of two opinions. Two opinions negate your faith. Two opinions just causes, there's no action coming from faith when there's two opinions of your mind. Did you ever get up some morning and you just feel like, boy, I got faith to move mountains? And, and a, the next morning you, you get up and you feel like you're under the mountain. That, that's our mind working on us. And until our mind gets in league with what God says, my faith is not going to really produce for me. Because anytime I'm under two opinions, faith is not going to work for me. I've got to be of one mind, one character, and oneness with God, in agreement with God, in agreement with the Word of God, for it to move God. And when, that, when faith touches God, it triggers God. It triggers God to start releasing. Start releasing. What's he releasing? He's releasing what he promised us. When faith touches God, comes up from us here on earth and comes up to God, faith triggers God to do what he's already done for us. And he doesn't have to do anything else to bring us to the place that there is, there is power. Listen, there's power in faith to reach up in that realm and bring into this realm what God has already done for me. And he wants me to use my faith and get it out of that finished, completed realm and get it into the realm that I'm living in here on earth so I can use it. I can use my car. I can use whatever, you know, whatever, whatever. I can use that. I need that. And God's saying, well, I've got it. And we must always say, I'm going to get it. And we're going to use our faith to get that. Is that too hard to understand? Not really, is it? Not really. So you, you can never be, allow yourself to be of two opinions. What, what does the Bible call it? He says he, he calls it a what kind of a double-minded man or person, man or woman. He's, it, it's, it's a person of two opinions, double-minded. And he makes another astounding statement with that. What does he say about a person that's got a, 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 two opinions? Let not that man or woman, dog or cat, let not that man or that person think that they're going to receive anything from God. And that's not hard to understand, is it? Somebody ought to write a book on that, probably have. Amen. So we can see then the believer's mind must not be of two opinions, which is grounds insufficient 
to produce the certainty of faith. And until my mind has settled into a certainty that God has told the truth and that God has told the truth to me, until I come to that certain place, to that certainty that God cannot lie, God has always told the truth or tells the truth, until I come to the certainty that God, what he says is true and what he says is right, I come to that certainty of knowing that God will perform his promises in my life, in your life, that, that that's when faith begins to click in there because I refuse to be a what? Double-minded person. And so, uh, once again, just to be sure we repeat it often enough, a double-minded man, don't let that individual man, woman, don't let that individual think. So now he's getting into your head what you think. Let not that person think that they will what? Receive anything from God. And so, you know, uh, we, 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 want, we want all that God has for us but there are some responsibilities on my part. God does not bear all the responsibilities. He, he, he had the responsibility of those things being made or created or whatever. That was his res responsibility. But then now that he's done it and said it belongs to you, it becomes my responsibility to reach up into that realm of the unseen and bring everything that has been completed for me into the realm where I'm living. And so there is, there is a realm that God operates in and there is a realm that man operates in here on this earth and we can't use both of those together. To receive from God, we gotta get in his realm. We gotta get into the, his realm of thinking. We have to get into his realm of talking. We have to get into his realm of conversing and conversation and whatever. We gotta get up into the realm of God. Well, where do you find the realm of God? You find it in the word of God. You find it by what he has told us in his word. When you are reading the word, ingesting the word, hiding the word in your heart, you are, you are in the stages of getting into the realm of God. But you have a realm down here in the earth that you also think, but to lift yourself above the beggarly elements of this world, I gotta get in God's realm. I gotta get in the realm of how he thinks. I gotta get in the realm of his promises. I gotta get in the realm of his spirit. I gotta get in the realm of his power. I gotta get it in the realm of knowing he loves me. I gotta get into the realm of knowing he loves me so much he, he has made all of these things and provided them for me and it's his delight to give them to me. I gotta get in that realm. I have to get in that realm of thought that realm of thinking, hallelujah. And so the enemy's job is to get us contrarywise 
to thinking in the realm of what we see, what we feel, what we hear out here going on around us. We got to get up, lift ourselves up out of that realm and don't tell me you don't watch Fox News. Maybe you don't. You're better off if you don't. You're better off if you don't watch any news today. But you gotta, you gotta get up out of that realm. You gotta get up out of the realm of what you see with the physical eye and into the realm of seeing with the eye of faith. So God operates in his realm. And I am down here on the, on the earth I want to know how in the world can I get up there and operate in his realm and he's shown me how to do that through his word. And so, you know, that's so simple. You've heard that, I've heard that, you know, the last 50 some years. Many of you have maybe longer than that. But it's easy to let things slip. I mean, you can forget something. And I said the, the other day, all of us in the room, well, maybe not all, I don't want to just bunch everybody together, but I've walked into a room a, a lot of times, and after I got in the middle of the room, I wondered, what, well, what am I doing in here? What did I come in here for? I must come in here for something, I wouldn't be in the room. It's our hope that today's message, The Power of Faith Knows No Equal, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon, different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request Offer 36. Today's special offer number is 36. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.